Hi, this is Alana Oliver, and you are listening to Family on the Rock, a podcast exploring marriage, parenting, and theology through the lens of Christ our Rock. I'm here with my husband, Justin. Join us today as we seek to honor God with our discussion. Hey, Justin. Hey, Lanny. Man, it's been a while, eh? It has been weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, it's been a really long uh, time since we did our last podcast because we've had a really busy April. Um, We went on a nice family vacation. Um, We went on a couple's vacation. And we even had some family from outside of the country come and visit. Um, It's been a really good month. It's actually been great. And now we're actually starting to see the weather turn around. No more ice and snow and sleet and crazy. Yeah, finally. As soon as we drove into um, our city from our Florida trip, you know, it was it was one of the biggest ice storms of the century. <laughs> yeah. I actually got stuck at the end of the driveway. The oh last my. thing that you want to happen when you're just drove like what, 23 that? hours. Yeah, 23 hours. It was brutal. Oh, like, man. I, as soon as we turned onto our street, um, yeah, the snow hadn't been plowed and it was heavy snow. And, you know, this was on April, what? 15th or something yeah it was crazy it was kind of depressing we came from 30 degree weather back to you know minus whatever and tons of snow so arctic tundra arctic tundra exactly but we are so thankful that the the clouds are parting so to speak and the weather is actually looking up so uh that all said what are we talking about tonight Today, we're actually going to talk about that wonderful road trip with having three kids under three. Now, I know Alana's made some update videos, so maybe you have been following along with, but we're actually going to talk about not just the road trip, but how it relates to the gospel and the things that we saw um, through the lens of the gospel during our road trip. Yeah, exactly. So um, our road trip um, down to Florida um, was actually really, really good. The kids were good. The Lord gave us the patience we needed with each yeah. other and with them. Um, so there was no major family blowouts, um, <laughs> though there was blowouts, <laughs> but of a different sort. <laughs> anyway, um, all that is to say God just really used that trip to sanctify us in, in, a, in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Sanctification was key. So let's get right into it. Why don't you share, um, and we don't know what each other's takeaways are from this trip we haven't discussed it yet we thought we would leave it as a fun little surprise so go ahead and say your first one so we decided to come up with three little takeaways that we could take on our trip so my first takeaway was that i learned that i can fully rely on god now i know obviously this is something we see in scripture all the time we we teach ourselves this we say we we say this to ourselves but you know i think alan and i both agree that we didn't actually think we'd be able to do this this was I'm not kidding. Our oldest is not even four yet, and our youngest is four months. Um, but you know what? We didn't think we'd be able to do it, but through the situation, we realized that God is bigger than our fears and our pre, uh, presuppositions. Uh, he knows what we need. He knows when we need it, and he knows that he will sustain us through all these things, no matter how hard they may be. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that... Um just thinking of the Lord as as our strength, um, that's a really good takeaway. And I would have to say that that was actually one of mine as well. Um, yeah. There were some really rough moments where it was they were more less emotionally rough and more physically draining. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like as far as emotionally went, like we were excited. Like mm-hmm. emotionally speaking, we were happy, looking forward to being in Florida, looking forward yeah. to even coming home. But it was those physically 
draining times um, that really kind of we needed to reach out to the Lord for our strength. And one thing I was listening to another podcast and they were just saying that when you are parents of young children, the amount of people that rely on you for their physical needs is, is crazy. And it's, it's almost, you know, when you have so many young children, um, the amount of pressure that's on you to do simple things like make sure they have clean diapers, make (laughs) sure everyone's fed, everyone needs a drink, everyone's hair needs to be brushed, teeth need to be brushed, pajamas on. Like I could go on and on and just the exhaustion of it physically, I just get brought to Psalm 23 and I think how Mm. the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. And that was the theme of the the ride, I think. He just restored our soul um, in a way that allowed us to enjoy our trip. Do you remember the night that we drove into Tennessee on the way down there? And you were exhausted. Justin had driven 17 hours that day. Like, I'm not kidding you guys. He drove the entire way. New record. Yeah. And I... I just saw you collapse on the bed and <laughs> and I just thought and Lord restore his soul so that when he wakes up tomorrow he's not a zombie. Oh, oh, oh man, I I was praying the exact same prayer. That was one of that was a huge feel fearful moment for me is how am I going to do this the next day? Yeah, and you did a great job and I'm so thankful for that. And I oh, think that that you. brings me to my next point which is um you did the bulk of the driving. And so my, one of my takeaways from it was just how much of a protector you are for our family. Um, there were times when the weather wasn't great, especially on the way, what was it, the way home. The way home. Um, there was a lot of rain in some of the southern states. And I just wasn't comfortable. But even though Justin was exhausted, he through, especially on the way down, gosh, you pushed through so hard and just drove us down there safely. You got us where we needed to go. And I just thought, what a beautiful illustration of how the father steers the family. Yeah. And I was your co-pilot, happy to do it, happy to hand out snacks, but I was glad I wasn't the driver. And I have to put a little precursor on that. I could not have done it without you. Oh, 100%. And to be honest, if I'm if I'm to just be frank here for a moment, I actually didn't want to be in the passenger seat because it <laughs> seemed a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not fun, like... Having to crawl into the back seat and break up brawls and wipe snotty noses, but <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Um, and honestly, I think that that's really cool that we both just fell into our roles quite, quite perfectly, you know. And we didn't yeah. want to do each other's job. True. No, that and you know what? That's very. That's true. probably the same about our day to day life. Don't you agree? Yeah, complementarian. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. These are these roles are meant to complement each other. So that was my my takeaway. Do you have another takeaway? I do. So my second takeaway, for those who have driven down to Florida, um, the easiest and straightest way to go is the I-75. It's very straightforward, and that's why we took it. We didn't want to be confused or run into bumps or anything like that. And I noticed with the I-75, because it's a well-traveled road, there's lots of chances for turnoffs, which was tempting as fatigue set in. If you remember, before we hit Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, I was tempted about two or three hours ahead of time to just, I said, oh, there's a hotel just right there. Oh, let's yeah. just stop now. That might have been the time when we got the most testy with each other because you wanted to stop at about three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, no, we have to push. We have to push till <laughs> bedtime. Yeah. yeah. So that was tempting as fatigue set in. But the best thing for our family was to just keep going straight and make it to our destination. And that just reminded me that in our Christian life, we're told to... Well, the Greek says to agonizomai in the faith, which means just to, to agonize over it. So we, I was literally felt like I was traveling with agony, but it was for the good of our family. 
So I, I was thinking sometimes in our walk, we want to pull off for a while when things get hard. We want to just stop and, and take the easy way. But we are called in agony to strive forward to the prize. And, I, and I, that's where I found a translation there. I think that that's a beautiful um, translation and I think that I can totally see it. And you're right. Sometimes, especially like what we were talking about, when you're parents of many young children um, who are all relying on you, you want to sometimes take the easy way. For example, how easy is it for us to just sometimes neglect discipline in our children? You know, we hear the kids doing something they shouldn't or we fight and we've corrected them a hundred times, but it's that hundred and one one time that we want to just be lax on, but we can't, we need to be consistent. And it's the same in our faith. We have to be consistent day by day. We work away at our faith with fear and trembling. The Bible says so. Um, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, my turn. Yeah. So your turn for number three. Okay. And this was definitely the overarching theme of the trip for me. Um, perspective. Oh yes. That was a word that we kept saying to each other. For example, um, it started with the drive down. We got in the car at about midnight and we drove until what, 7 a.m.? Uh, Before we eight, stopped? Actually, yeah. 8 a.m. So it was eight hours in the car and it felt like the blink of an eye. And we <laughs> were like, wow, my dad lives an hour away. And when we drive to his house, you know, 40 minutes seems like a long yeah, time seems like in the forever. car. But it's all about your perspective. We knew that we had a 20 hour trip ahead of us. So eight hours didn't really seem like that much of a time lapse yeah. right? and it even got to the point in our trip too where it's like we only have eight hours left <laughs> yeah eight hours was nothing to us on the way home we were like oh eight hours we can do that you know easily so i was just telling myself over and over again it's all about your perspective yes good point i like that actually uh yeah i, w- I would completely agree um yeah yeah i just yeah. agree yeah perspective definitely was um something that i kept re- repeating to myself and once again just with all the many kind of little bumps along the road, you know, no pun intended, Hmm. but just, you know, knowing that we were coming home to snow perspective, we have a home to come home to praise God for that, you know, and I I did have to tell that to myself, Mm -hmm. um, many, many times because I did not want to come home to the snow. I will not lie to you. I don't like it. Yeah. And who would, but that's okay. (laughs) And there was, you know, the odd conversation of why do we live here? Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Justin has a heart for Chattanooga. So when we were there, we were like, Do we look at some real estate? (laughs) All right. Uh, What's your last one, honey? My number three is that uh, family time is just so important. Uh, It's important to have special times to reconnect as a family. Um, Before we left, if I'm to be honest, I actually found myself getting more easily annoyed and angered at the kids for the smallest things. Uh, The smallest little things would set me off, but literally... Since we have spent a whole week together in the confinement of like a car for so many hours, I really feel closer to my kids than ever before. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people may be away from their family during a, kind of a time like that, but I really feel closer to my kids and, and to you as well. Um, yeah. yeah, there's something about being stuck inside a car for 42 hours. And uh, yeah, I just feel like I connected with you and the kids just yeah. on a different level, yeah. something experiencing a level in which we've never really been through together before. Yeah, it was constant time together, you know, broken up into two 20-hour segments or whatever it was on the way there and the way back. Mm-hmm. But I would have to agree. And um, my my thoughts behind that would just be, and my last takeaway would be just how, yeah, like how wonderful and what a blessing it is to have children and just how thankful I am for this calling and 
Um, Mm. and just how much I love being a parent. Like sometimes you forget that when you're in the trenches day after day, like, you know, you love your kids, you know, you want to raise them, you know, that you're happy that they're here, but sometimes like you lose, you get into autopilot, Mm -hmm. right? A little family vacation like this. Well, I guess it wasn't that little, but, um, a family vacation like this takes you out of your environment and allows you to once again, gain that perspective that we were talking about, but just kind of resets you and refreshes you in a way that, um, you can't really get if you were just to be home. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was a great little reminder that I just love doing life with you. I just love love it. It was, you you know, there's nobody else that I would rather be stuck in a car with for hours (laughs) on end. Than you like, and our children. Likewise. And I just want to praise the Lord because we, Justin and I, let's just be real here. We tend to bicker. Um, no, not us. <laughs> pretty sure if you know us, um, we, you know that we are bickers. Like we, we, we're, we needle each other and we know we're friends and yeah. One thing there's a lot of things that both of us do that annoy the other person. And, and I was kind of worried that those little corks would somehow make us, irritable with each each other's throat (laughs) but i don't think we had any bickering moments at all nope other than we were mad at how bad the coffee was on it oh geez americans what are like what is going Uh, on there was we went everywhere you can think of for coffee dunkin donuts starbucks mcdonald's what is wrong with you people yeah they they don't do coffee well in america america yeah so i have a quick question just before we end this um obviously you know, a lot of people love to travel down with their families down to Florida, and you did an incredible job at planning and preparing for this. <clears throat> and I have to just admit, I really didn't do anything. This was all you, all your planning and hard work, and it went flawlessly, and it went fantastic. And so I would just personally like to thank you. But at the same time, maybe you could give a, a couple words of advice for some families that are maybe planning a road trip. Uh, what's some things you would recommend or tell them to avoid well i just have a couple things that i would say um one i would say bring lots of entertainment for your kids on road trips um we don't like like i said my dad lives an hour away we don't give our kids ipads we don't even have an ipad yeah we don't we don't give them any of that on the way down because we think that it's valuable that they learn to sit for an hour and Look outside and look at the trees. Yeah, you know? Even to Niagara Falls, we don't, we don't give them anything. No, but when it's a 20-hour road trip, you know, there and back, uh, yeah, we're going to give them something to look at. Yeah. So I would just say take advantage of the TV, the iPad, whatever you have. Be prepared in that regard. They won't love to color. They won't love to read books in the car, and I don't blame them. I don't wouldn't want to look down like either. Yeah, you get car sick. Um, Yeah. So while they did those things for short periods of time, honestly, movies upon movies was a good thing. And the other thing I would just say is bathe all of your family vacations, bathe every day in prayer, but especially those long times. That's what sustained us. Yeah. The times that you know are going to be trying, kind of like what we anticipated this would be. Pray, pray and pray some more um, for your spouse, for your kids and um, trust that God will get you through. And then I would just say last but not least, one thing that I would do differently is I would um, probably book our hotels in advance. Yeah. So we didn't know where we were going to stay. We knew we wanted to make it to Chattanooga, for example, on the way down. Um, before we stopped for the night. And I was pretty sure that that's where we would stop. We didn't want to be tied to it. We didn't want to be tied to it. But at the same time, it was really hard booking a hotel in the car. Like that sucked. I was calling all around and places were booked. And so I would say do that in advance and 
yeah, you'll you'll be better for it. But before we go, do we have enough time to do our quick what would you rather questions? We need like a would you rather theme song. Would you rather? You know, I'm the queen of theme songs, so I could come up with something. Yes, please do. Okay. <laughs> would you like to go first? I would. Would you rather be the most intelligent person in the room or the funniest person in the room? Funniest. And why is that? Because intelligence really gets you nowhere in a room. It can kind of be annoying when you're like a smarty person. Yeah, you're like a snob. Yeah. And people are like, look at this guy. What's that word? Pretentious? Yeah. I don't really know what yeah, that pretentious. means, but I think it fits. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, you know what? I know, you know, it's not about popularity, but when you're the funniest guy in the room, you tend to draw a crowd and you tend to lighten people up and people get together and they're more friendly. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, could, I knew you were going to say funny. I just wanted to check. Okay. I got one that I... I know the answer to. Okay. And if you need some help thinking of ways why each thing would be beneficial, I'll help you. Okay. Would you rather be able to freeze time or slow it right down? Like slow it down as in like slow Yes, super slow motion, but you can move at the same speed as normal. But everyone else is in slow motion? Yes. That would be so annoying. So, like, Roman, go brush your teeth, and then it takes eight hours. No, no, no but you can control it. Oh, so, like, I can speed them up? Yeah, so so I'll give you an example. Let's say our kids, they drop a glass cup on the ground. You can slow down time and go over there and pick it up before it falls on the ground because it's going so slowly. You can get there quickly. I, I mean, that would be beneficial. Or freeze sure. time. Or freeze time. What, what's the benefit of freezing time? I'll tell you. Let's say, oh, geez, you wake up in the morning and who's been, who hasn't been here? You wake up, okay, you're yeah. so tired. Instead of just hitting the snooze button, you freeze time, you sleep for another nine hours, and you wake up and it's the same time. Yep. Sign me up for that one. Yeah, me too. I yeah. agree. <laughs> Any parent would say that. I'll clean up a broken glass. That's fine. If I've had nine hours sleep, I can clean up anything. Oh, yeah. I've slept 12 hours today, but it's, you know, still only five in the morning. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we hope you were blessed by what we had to share. And we're thinking that our next podcast, we're not sure when it's going to come out, but um, won't be this long. Won't be this long, but we're going to talk about. Well, homeschooling. Homeschooling. We get a lot of questions um, about why we have chosen to homeschool our kids. Um, like we're not even actively homeschooling yet, but that's the plan. And a lot of people are like, what? Why would you choose that? And it's a good question. And I don't yeah. get offended at all. I love to share the reasons. So next time we're going to share. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that you've got a lot of wisdom to share on that subject already. Well, I've been listening to podcasts around the clock and uh, I hope that I have gathered a few things to share with you guys. Also, we're going to the homeschool conference, uh, the hey, Christian oh, homeschool hey, conference. Oh, hey, that'd be a good thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be really timely. We'll have a lot of information to share based on what we've learned at the conference, and we hope to see you then. We could be like these big podcast people and just do live from the homeschool conference. <laughs> Not going to happen. We're going to take our time and um, we're getting a house with our friends and <laughs> we're going to definitely be busy. So we'll do something when we come back. Yeah. So we just want to thank you guys for listening to us again. We thank you for bearing with us. And again, if you have any questions, you can feel free to message us on Facebook or uh, or you can, if you just want to tell us ideas for next episodes, we love to hear them. So until then, God bless.
thank you for listening to Family on the Rock podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or feel free to visit us on our Facebook page at Family on the Rock. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.